the truly happy person doesn't follow wicked advice, doesn't stand on the road of sinners, and doesn't sit with the disrespectful. Instead of doing those things, these persons love the Lord's instruction, and they recite God's instruction day and night. They are like a tree replanted by streams of water, which bears fruit at just the right time and whose leaves don't fade. Whatever they do succeeds. That's not true for the wicked. They are like dust that the wind blows away. And that's why the wicked will have no standing in the court of justice, neither will sinners in the assembly of the righteous. The Lord is intimately acquainted with the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked is destroyed. Common English Bible true happiness happens when we conform to disciplines of a good life and eschew practices that go against the grain of goodness. That statement might be a bit difficult to accept. Frankly, it is for me, and I wrote it. You see, I'm not much of a conformity sort of guy. I like creatively doing my own thing, man. Bucking the system and questioning the rules is just something I do. Conformity tends to have a negative connotation with me, like a group of unthinking lemmings running off a cliff to their death. Yet, the truth is that, although there is a wide range of creative choices we have for most everything, we as humans best function and discover happiness when we are in sync with our Creator. So, we can choose to ignore our foundational human hardwiring, or we can live into it as the unique individuals we are. Those two ways of shaping our lives are the path of the righteous and the path of the wicked. The way of the righteous leads to human flourishing, relational connection, and a vast spiritual life. Alternatively, the way of the wicked leads to human degeneration, disconnection from others, and spiritual death. It is to be out of sync with who we are as people. Distinguishing between the righteous and the wicked is not always as easy as it looks. Only at the end of the age, when the day of judgment comes, will we know for certain the righteous and the wicked. The magisterial reformer of the 16th century, Martin Luther, framed the two opposing ways as the theology of the cross and the theology of glory. The cross of Christ is God's attack on human sin. Through being crucified with Christ, we find the way to human flourishing in life. It is the narrow road of grace. A theology of glory is seeking to be radically independent, to rely primarily, perhaps even exclusively, on our own laurels and personal way of doing things. Although these might appear to be outwardly fine, they feed and water themselves from a wicked stream, devoid of grace. Whenever we place our complete trust in self and forsake faith in something or someone outside of ourselves, it is a highway to the grave. It is far too easy to place faith in our good works and to do good so that others will observe our goodness, rather than doing them out of the good soil of being planted in ancient and wise instruction. Embracing tried and true practices of righteousness, delighting in God's law, meditating on sound instruction, privately poring over the large body of wisdom we have available to us, and diligently seeking to put it all into action is the way of good people who shall surely realize human happiness. They will yield gracious fruit. They will know blessing. Greater than joyful are people of integrity. Greater than who follow the instructions of the Lord. Greater than joyful are those who obey His laws. Greater than and search for Him with all their hearts. Greater than. Greater than Psalm 119 1-2, NLT. Serving only to be seen, seeking public accolades and personal recognition is a soul motivator, and disrespecting others to prop up individual respect is the way of the wicked. They don't bother to consult the ancient ways of happiness. Instead, they pridefully believe they know what is best. You're like manicured grave plots, grass clipped and the flowers bright, but six feet down it's all rotting bones and worm-eaten flesh. People look at you and think you're saints, but beneath the skin you're total frauds. Matthew 23 27-28, MSG. Abundance, generosity, gentleness, and grace marks the righteous because God is abundantly gracious and generous. Jesus is the gentle shepherd who mercifully and lovingly leads anxious sheep to the quiet pastures of settled happiness. 
Indeed, the Lord watches over the way of the righteous. Only looking out for number one, stinginess, withholding good, hoarding, and angry criticism identifies the wicked. They have judgment in their future because they add no value to the great needs of humanity. Unhappiness is their lot. We have choices. We can choose conformity to established patterns of godly instruction and happiness, or we can choose to rely solely on our own ingenuity and or brawn to eke out a morsel of satisfaction. Choose wisely, my friends. O holy wisdom, direct us on your path. Make us worthy of your teachings and open our hearts to accept your embrace, that we may serve you in peace and grace. Amen.